back, y'all. Part two, like we told y'all. Yeah. We getting right back into it, y'all. He needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one. He the king coach. In case they missed last week. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, you, you should go back and watch it. Yeah. Oh, true. If you're watching yeah. this true. episode, true. you just found out about the podcast, or mm. maybe you... Trust me. Mm. Facts. Go to the previous episode yeah. from last week. Watch that one, because this is part two from that. Yeah. Mm. Um, so don't play yourself. Facts. This is going to be 5-2. Facts. But you definitely want to catch the first Facts. half of this interview, and then come back to this one. Go ahead, bro. He ain't lying. He ain't lying. Y'all, he, you set the groundwork already, but you was already talking about and diving into something. Can you finish... Finish where you were um, from part from part one. You was already breaking it down, and I know we had to cut you off. But. Yeah, Chris asked a great question, like, where do you get this spiritual base from? There it is. Right? And I was telling her, like, it's very frustrating, separate of understanding the substance that I've been able to gather since 16, but seeing adults, knowing that people won't love, mm. knowing people really, deep down, like, if you get off all these frills and thrills, you want marriage. Mm. You want somebody to just one-on-one y'all be together and raise a family. Like, don't miss me with all the other energy because the world has influenced you. Well, that's a fact. But deep down, take all that, all that influence and narratives and social settings that people that pressure you to accept because that's cool to accept. Wow. But just the deep, pure heart of you as a human. When you fully grow up as an adult, past 20, you got to be past 25. Once you pass 25, you start saying, look, bruh. I really want the simple thing. Like deep down, I want the simple things in life. Right. So for me to see a bunch of adults struggle knowing that you want those simple things because they lack in substantive information mm. and value. Cause like I said, I'm making decisions now that has nothing. So I'm in the now, but my decisions is based on 20 years from now. Wow. So I'm in the now, but I'm not making no decisions off, you know, my emotional state. Yeah. You know, because I understand like my patriarchal position is not to be controlling, but to provide a foundation. Mm. It's not to have clout and status and tell everybody that I'm in charge, but it's to serve and surrender to show what people what sacrifice looks like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and Ed Millett says something powerful that I really, um, shout out to my wife, pain is temporary, right? And, and a lot of us make decisions because we're in pain, but suffering is a choice. Mm. And I wanna make sure that people understand you make a decision in your pain and then decided to stay suffering in it, that's something that's a psychological warfare. But when you know who you is in God, yeah. right, you understand that he prepared to take on your burdens, but also your pain, mm. right? And so when I pass that to him, it allows me to be so present yeah. so I can stay focused on making decisions not attached to my emotional state. That makes, ugh, that makes so much sense. Chris, you got a way of making complex astronomical type stuff seems simple like like bro you, you you've said so much and and I'm, I'm just trying to like I'm trying to categorize it all on how I want to how I want to bring it back out but you you just said like you had to like find out where you were with 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 God almost like you had to like let him, it's basically internal work yeah, and, and and as his alignment with God, there was an alignment with his wife. That. And I, I really want you to lean in more into that because we've had conversations yeah. of some of those breakthroughs. And now the season, the season that y'all are in now, yeah. and I really believe, because you said this, that God had to get y'all in a certain place to prepare you for this role in this position. Because yeah. had y'all come into this position— Oh, heck no. Four years ago, like, y'all wouldn't have been ready for it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, my wife, she married the man, but she also married the boy. Mm. 
So what happened a lot of times in our private, my private, my public um, persona would be a man, but my private struggles would be the boy. You you gave you gave levels of a man. Can you remember what level you were at at this time? Because you uh, gave like specific I level things. Three, like, level two. Okay, so two or three. Yeah, okay. but privately I could be a one and a two. Got you. You know Got what you. I mean? So yeah. her frustration was I thought I. I thought I bought something, you know what I mean? And then because of my insecurities, um, my Superman complex kicked in. So now I'm trying to prove my value to her by working. I'm trying to prove my value by my bedroom. I'm trying to prove my value by look what we got, look what I did. And really, it's not about the awards. It's about her, her acknowledging it, right? Which really, really is an issue of the boy never being addressed and getting healed from that. So she had to deal with that for years. So first, I apologized to her during the pandemic. I said, I apologize for being the Superman complex and making you think that I was going to solve your problems, making you think I was going to always be there. Like, those are lies. But we'll tell somebody, because I love you, I'm going to always be there. I'm going to solve all you. No, God is. The only commitment that she can bank on for me is that I'm going to be there to the day I die. Everything else is an unrealistic expectation, which great, which creates energy and frustration because you're like, I thought you was going to. So it ain't that I'm not here. It ain't that I'm not committed. You are mentally tied to an expectation that I subconsciously gave to you in the first place Ooh. because I was posturing as if I was that when deep down I'm just a human. Wow. So now you never love the human because you want to love the imposter that I gave you. So now you fell in love with the imposter, but the human's being neglected. Because I never, I never portrayed that. Hmm. So for the first time after almost 20 years with my wife, she's loving the human now. So you, you think that's why a lot of marriages fail is because of the imposter? Oh, heck yeah, man. That Superman complex and that imposter syndrome. Like you can't, dudes are, I do this and I do this and I do this and she still ain't giving me none. I'm still in being disrespected. I'm still, still, still. And it's like the fact that you even have the energy that you yeah. feel like you have to do that. You know what I mean? You ain't started from home base yet. Like, yeah. I am who I am. I just need to, like, I tell anybody, whenever you have to perform from a relation, from a relationship perspective, it's dysfunctional. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You don't have to convince your mama to be your mama. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, yeah, mama, when I get this type of job, do you really go be my mama? Mm. Your mama yeah. don't care what you do. She go be, your child don't have to do, like, yeah, if, you're, if you go to this school, I'm, a, I'm really going to be your daddy right. then. Mm. Like, you're my son. Yeah. Like, you're my daughter. Like, a healthy relationship don't need no explanation. Mm. Mm. In, a, in a marriage, Hard. I'm justifying what I'm doing and not doing right. based on what I'm getting and not getting. Yeah. And the conundrum is your vow was to serve, not to get. Uh, wow. So you frustrated that you're not getting something when your commitment was to serve without getting anything. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So you, okay, so... Oh. How do you, are you are you on the the relationship stuff still? Because I am. Yeah, yeah. I, am. I was gonna ask. So whose whose job was it to heal that that broken boy? It's the person, and so, and and thank God for my wife's grace and mercy to stand in the gap to wait long enough to God mm -hmm. does to clean and process through me. Mm -hmm. That's why I love her so much. I don't love her because of her role and her. I love because she waited. She wow, did. wow. Because that's a choice. So, it's a lot going on. It's a lot Chris. going on. It's a <laughs> and so Chris, Chris think he talking to uh to, to millions of people. You talking to me? You feel me? Right, like right, right. bro, you said one thing, and I don't even remember. I don't even remember which episode it was because I'm, everything is coming together for me right now. But this dude said everybody wants to be married. Bro, and then when you said that, I thought to myself, and I was just like, bro, like I have become so okay 
without the idea of looking forward to marriage because I refuse to live in the concept in the concept of marriage the way I've seen people exactly. unhappy. That's what's messing you up. And so when you said everybody wants to, I That's said, what's you know what? You up. I do want to be married. But I don't I just, want to. I'm not willing to settle though. And yeah. so when you say it, I'm just like, yo, like I can get excited about doing it the right way because it exists. So the reason why I have to do it and be bossy in what it is with my wife to show people it's possible. What do you mean be bossy? With the marriage in the sense of I'm loving her, she loving me, that we're going to endure, that we're going to support each other, that I'm going to serve and support her right. career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people need to see it. Like it's gotcha. cool to say it. Yeah. It's cool to talk about it. Mm. But what really is going to move somebody and say, okay, I'm going to hang in there because I know my bro. Yeah. And I know what he endured. Facts. And I know what she endured. Yeah. And they still got, look what they got. Because mm. me and my, me and my, and I, and I said this, me and my uh, wife, we left my daughter's rites of passage. Mm-hmm. And we both was in the car and we had a subconscious look on us like, man, shame on us. What does that mean? In the sense that everybody else is like blown away by the experience. And so is we. Uh-huh. But we know the 15 year journey to get to that point. Okay. We know what we could have said and we could have did. We know what we mm. said and what we did gotcha. that could have killed my daughter's moment. Wow. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it could have been three households, two households. Oh, but you it mean was... in Bermuda? No, no, no. Oh, wait, I'm okay. Lost. So my daughter had a 15 year rites of passage. When I cut my daughter's umbilical cord, I took a cup and I washed the blood off of her and I hold it in my hand. Right? I was like, I want to be, I want her in the same household. Like me, right. her entire life. She she's gonna be knowing the same mom and daddy her entire life. Oh. Now I said that, but I didn't know it was gonna cost. Mm. So when me and my wife are looking at each other, everybody else looking at the moment. Me and my wife are looking at the 15 years that we endured, mm. that we could have sabotaged this moment mm-hmm. at any time in the 17, 15 years that we would have overly thought about ourselves. Mm. Got it. Okay. Mm. Okay. Wow. So we was thanking God for his grace and mercy, but we also thank each other for our grace and mercy. Yeah, wow. Because we gave each other grace and we gave each other mercy long enough so that my daughter could have a breakthrough. Strong enough, long enough. Wow. Yeah. 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 What do y'all want to talk about? So that's the the type of leadership, (laughs) you know, that we have. And that's why I feel like, you know, you guys had to get to a certain place and to a certain point. So that you, because that role is too important mm. for y'all to be trying to figure things out. That role is too. The role that y'all are in now with us is too sacred. Mm. You know what I'm saying for that. And we and God knew we really needed someone that was strong there that can enhance us. Because be, be, prior to that, it was us pouring into everybody else and us and trying to drag everybody. But it's like we got somebody else that's like, no, we can lift some of that on you too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like that part was needed. And it's like so many breaks. See, people listening, y'all are hearing what Crump is sharing, and y'all are hearing the depth, the knowledge, the insight, but you don't understand, like, when you sacrifice yourself yep. and you humble yourself, you know what I'm saying? For you years. turn from your wicked ways. You you make whatever adjustments, right? Second uh, Chronicles 714 says, it's my people who, who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray, 
fast, ask for forgiveness. Like, then I'll hear from heaven, forgive their sins and heal their lands. But you got to make adjustments, turn from your ways. So he did that. And God is like, not only are you going to have a marriage that's fulfilling, but now you're going to be in a position, you know what I'm saying, where you can make a global impact, build wealth, and like do so many more things. And so you all are asking God like for more. And he's telling you, these are some adjustments you got to make, whether you're in a relationship or not. Just know that when you make those necessary adjustments, he does things on his end. And so there are so many different levels to Crump's story. It's like, okay, I'm going to grow and work on my spirit, man, and work on my marriage. And as I do that, I'm also going to make the move to Atlanta. But I'm going to make sure I live around my boy within this vicinity. And then I'm going I'm to I'm humble myself and be like, bro, we should be working together. I don't really know what it looks like. But then it's like, hey, I see the issues and challenges y'all are having. Actually, my wife is perfect for that position. He wasn't like, hey, at that dinner, bro, you know, some of them, he was like, nah, that ain't my, that ain't my ministry. No, it's not my, my wife. That's my wife. She's behind the scenes. And so he was like, man, boom, it needs to be her. But then even through that, was just like, it's levels to it. And there's a lot of value that I can add there. And, and so now, and so which we extended him another opportunity. So he's an executive with the company, but also um, our, our officially like the Speakers Academy and our Speakers Elite program, he's the director. So he runs... Um, both of those programs fully, and um, and it's been a blessing, bro. You're a blessing. I want to speak to you. I want to help a couple things to even get back to this man of God and this leader is three. Uh, one, God has a plan for us, right? We know that the plans that he has for us, but the devil only runs three plays. He runs the same three plays for centuries, and it trips up every man. Self-awareness, we talked about this in a previous podcast episode, allows you to at least address the, the weapons that's going to be used. The pride of life, right? Lust of the eye and lust of the flesh. The devil don't have no more plays. Lust that's of it. the eye is what? Lust of the eye is I, I cover things. Covet. I, I, okay. I, I, I got to have these things, mm. right? And right. these things validate me. Okay. So I'm, I'm constantly after things. Okay. That's lust of the eye. Lust of the flesh is I want that. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Lust of the flesh. Pride of life is... Not me, or or you ain't better than me, or it's about me. Mm. You know what I mean? Like stuck on me. Got you. So one of those plays, I'm gonna give wow. you some game on this, is more prevalent to you than the other. Okay. So mine is pride of life. Okay. And my, my wife is lust of the flesh. Okay. So when you're aware of like which play really trips me up the most, mm-hmm. then you know how to put the necessary interventions in place. You kind of ask what's the strategy. I was able to put together a successful blueprint for one thing in life, professional basketball player. Sharecropper to professional basketball player, no AAU, no trainer. How do you do that? Wow. That reverse engineering process of all those little things where I studied the local greats, I worked on my crap in the dark, I read this, I studied this guy, I studied this guy, I studied this guy, work, 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 separate of what the job required me to do. Mm. So whenever I wanted to be a great at a husband, who's in the husband hall of fame? Who's the local husband goats? Mm. Let me study them. Let me work on being a husband in the dark. Wow. So when it was time to show up to my wife to be a husband, bang, I hit a home run. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so because I had that success ingredient formula, yeah. I just reverse engineer and use that in anything in my life to be successful. Can you help me find out which one is mine? Which far as which play that the devil trips you up Yeah, so, so it's three of them. It's three of us. He run the same three plays. Pride of life. I don't- Lust I don't, of the flesh. I don't- I Lust of the eye. Okay. And the pride of life. I don't covet much. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I love who I am and I'm, I'm chill. Like, I don't envy. 
a lot. I I love me, mm-hmm. but I'm messed up. Does that make sense? Like, I know I need work, but I don't want to be nobody else. Like, whatever God got work for me to do, I want to do this. I want to do the homework here. I don't want to do nobody else's thing. You know what I'm saying? How do I go about figuring it out? Because I know there's other people out there that's just like, okay, they might not be spiritual people, whatever. How it do could we be, figure out ourselves? It could be it could be external or internal. Like, you could lust of the flesh to be lazy with your body. Okay. You could be lust. Say it's it's one it's one level of lust that is external that right. you want sexual desires from okay. another human being. Right. Another lust is that you just negligent of your temple. Really? Because you just like you just want whatever to put in it. You want whatever to do to it, but you don't really like gluttony. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. What were you about to I was say? I say so. I think it might be a little bit different. It's just yeah, you, but it, your but, cravings overpower, right? Yeah. Your your, d- your desire discipline. to yeah, yeah, dis- but, but that's a fleshly. That's you're, yeah. you're struggling. With your the point, you all have a spirit man in the flesh. Yeah, you're yeah. struggling. What'd you say, Jay? We all have you, either you in the flesh or the spirit. Okay. So it might not be like he says, just like the lust or like internal. Like sexually, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it could just be you know sometimes like your own desires as well. Got mm-hmm. you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so lust so lust of the flesh is just in general. Okay. You know what I mean? I so don't just categorize. I'm just put it out there in general. A lot of not a men that I work with, they they struggle sexually. Okay. You know what I mean? But like in general, like you could so like think about it in one of those categories is in general the thing that trip you up. I think that that's dope because I feel like when you first said lust of the flesh, I was like, okay, cool, I'm I'm cool on that. Until you start broke, breaking down discipline, and I was just like, hmm. Well, if lust of the flesh is not consistently based on something, you know what I'm saying? Like then on on one thing, let me say that. Then oh, okay, I can see where. Okay, cool, because I feel like it's easy to take. Um, things that I want to do over things that I need to do. Does that make sense? And the best thing to do, how you guarantee success is accountability. The best person I've seen mm-hmm. in my life mm-hmm. who died daily mm-hmm. is Jeremy. And you know, it's funny because when he was talking, I was like, I know why he love Chris. Chris is a you. Like, I'm listening to you talk, bro. Like, Listen to where y'all came from, y'all self-discipline, y'all self, y'all all worked on it. Y'all, you, y'all each other. Look at these dudes looking like orange and green uh MMs. <laughs> like, look at them. Like they are, they are each other. Like, pause, bro, like, pause a little bit, brother. Just you know, yeah, yeah, you're going a little pause too deep. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to a one. I'm a grown man, dog. Hashtag, y'all, I'm a grown man, dog. Be careful. I, I respect. But, but, but the you respect is that me and Jeremy like, literally had a conversation this moment. I said, I can only talk to you the way I'm talking to you right now because right. you can only, your spirit mm. is only the person that I know could handle what I'm about to say to you. And he, and he received it. He was like, then he was like, I got it. Because he he knows what that means for me. So now gotcha. he knows when we're talking, yeah, we're talking about, we're talking, but in the spirit, he knows where I'm at. Gotcha. And, and, I, and, and to be in full transparency, I don't want to make it seem like he just came on in this role, in this responsibility, like, bro, we about to build something that's going to change the world and everything's going to be perfect. There was a few times that I reached out to you mm-hmm. and kind of gave him almost like a way out or just let him know, oh, yeah. hey, in the future, if you decide three years from now when, 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 you, when you blow up or, you, or, you, or things get or whatever, like if you ever decide that you want to be 
like that guy, like, or you want to transition, like, yo, I'm not going to try to hold you back. Right. And hashtag, I'm a grown man, huh? Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Chris. Oh, I'm, I'm a grown man, though. What happened? But, but, but it only came from, and, and I could say maybe not necessarily my, my brokenness, but I think it came from a place of I've been let down before. Mm. And sometimes things can be too good to be true. Yeah. And it's like, you see things, and it's just like, all right. So I'm going to tell you, for instance, I'm going to give the example. Right. And then I'll let you speak from it. So we had an opportunity to do a TED Talk. And so um, I got invited to do a TED Talk in Miami, and we had two of our um, elite members to do the TED Talk. And so Chris was like, you know, hey, I'm going to do the TED Talk as well, and was willing to pay for his flight and willing to pay for the position. And so I was like, okay. No, I did pay. Yeah, you did pay, right. But I mean, but even before you did, I was just, I was thinking like, man, he about to... He about, that's going to cost a couple thousand. So I'm, I'm in my thoughts. I'm like, that's a big investment. It's like, I wonder if he, like, low-key, like, excuse me, trying to work on his career. Mm. I was just like, so I was like, hey, bro, you know, you, like, was that always been your desire to be a TEDx speaker? Like, <laughs> he, he was, was trying like, to fill him out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to see. Cause I'm thinking, like, I, I knew it. I'm like, I knew it. I'm like, that's my dog. I love him. That's my guy, though. But that's low key, dang. he probably want to be a speaker. Cause I'm like, cause he's like, I'm gonna drop the bread. I'm about to go and do it too. So he was like, no, nah, that ain't always been my dream. It's always been my dream to be the best coach. He said, bro, what I look like being the director of the Next Level Speakers Academy, coaching all these people, but I ain't never did the TED Talk. You know how to credit. He's like, yeah. this is going to help me, credibility. Yeah. This is going to help me be sharper. I can teach from this. Right. This experience is going to help the community. I was like, oh, boy, you next level. You Let's different. go. You know what I'm saying? Different. But Which I had a few also, moments right. over the past year where I was just like, hey, bro, some member. And he was like, bro, miss me with all that sucker stuff. Right. Which it. is also, it speaks to you because you're not like, hey, why you didn't ask me? He's just like, I'm going to do it for myself. You know, I'm not going to say Jeremy didn't ask me to be a part of this TED Talk, but I know this is something that I want for my credibility. Right. So I'm going to do it for myself. Right. And so that's So again, making another investment even... in the sense in me right. and what we built. Right. That's why, hence, when he came to Australia, mm-hmm. he's like, bro, I'm about to drop my own bread, pay thousands of dollars to be there to support you in the best mm-hmm. way. Bro, I'm about to drop more bread and go do this Miami thing so I can be there to support you to this yeah. TED Talk, so I got more credibility to strengthen the program and that you helps, built. It like, helps you. It all helps you. Yeah. Different. And then we're like, it was funny. It's like, you know, and again, so I did the TED Talk. So me and Jeremy leave Miami. We're down waiting on the train together. He said, bro, but you could really have your own community, bro. Like, if you really, like, I, I want you to be, I want you to be clear. This dude sounds like wanna, Satan on the mountain. I don't like, 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 stones will become bread, bro. If you just want to, like, just yeah, he, was, he was like, bro, listen, bro. And he said, I won't feel, I'm telling you, bro, I won't feel no <laughs> type of way. So, I, said, I said, Jay, do not ask me that no more, bro. Like, I was like, I don't know what is in you. And I said, I don't know what dodo people you done dealt with. <laughs> But bro, just he's like, be, it feels too good to be true. Like every, Hold on. every time he see like, it's like every time he'll see me on the stage and he see do, do my thing, his mom would go like, "Yo, crump," because it's cause, because because he not he not a number two. Yeah, he a number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the role of a number two, yeah. mm. 
And so because of my own, I've been hearing other people and yeah. I know what people talk a good right. one and people change when the money come in. You've never people, met another you. That's yeah. why. This That's is what it. this is and, all it comes and, down to. And, and, and you said last week about managing your expectations. Right. Jeremy's oh. trying to, you trying to manage your bro, talk to me. Yeah. Come on, dog. No, let's bring it back. So What's so up? my thing is like before I get too high, yeah. it's just like, hey bro, if you decide in a few years that you want to go on and do your thing, like, bro, I'm not tripping. I ain't going to never hold you back. And he was like, bro, if you disrespect me one more time. Facts. And bring this up. So go ahead, because bro. Because you, yeah. you're trying to give God enough respect. Or actually, you're disrespecting God. But you're trying to give him enough, enough respect to be like, bro, we can still end this amicably yeah. before I fall in love with what God has already right. shown me he's going to do with you being here. And then I can't, mm. I can't allow it to not uh, affect our relationship because I've actually invested in you. Right. And I, and he, Jeremy thought it was unfair of him to expect he, him out of you, to expect him out of you. Because mm. what he holds himself to, a different standard, he didn't know you were capable of. Mm. Because he only held himself to that standard. But he didn't know that your whole life you had been doing the same exact thing. Yeah. And and and, and at the core of me and Jay, we brothers first. Yeah. Like, like I t- and I told him and my daughter, I said, bro, you I said I had brothers for the first, you know, I'll be 40 in March, first 40 years. I said, you my brother for the next 40. Mm. You know True. what I'm saying? And I was like, God bring people in your seat. That's like, I literally, I ain't even own a lot of this stuff. They'd be like, man, I'm because you know, him and my wife, they they in love with the work. I said, I ain't in love with no work. I'm not built right. like that. I'm not in love. I don't care what you call the next level. I don't care what you call it. I'm not in love with no work. I'm in love with the people. Yeah. I'm in love with you. So like, I said, we could, because I said, bro, we could scratch all this and do something different. As long as me and you rocking together, I'm good. Right. Like, I love it. But I would never be in love with work. Praise right. God. No, I'm Praise God. No, I but I say you're a man of the spirit. So I, I feel like it. no matter what happens, any move you're making is going to come from God. Like it's not going to be something you're doing from your own selfish desires. It's always going to come from the spirit. Here's the painful truth, bro. Here's the painful truth as a grown man. Half the stuff I don't even want to do. Half the stuff I got to do, I don't even want to do. I don't like it. It don't feel good. It be lonely. Like people don't want to hear that part, but somebody got to be a grown man, bro. Yeah. Somebody got to take care of this home. Like somebody got to sacrifice. And the only problem is, is when it's not respected, when it's not, mm. uh, that is the only problem. When you see it, when you even see somebody trying, mm. man, like, courage that brother. Yeah. That's why I fight so much for men, especially if they're out there trying, because I know they ain't there yet, because none of us are. Mm. That part got unlisted expectations on people. But if I see you out there coming home every night and trying, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging you, even if nobody else does, because I know what it's like to be a man and making all these sacrifices, and fathers, they come around, you got a card from my Walgreens. Dang. That part. That part. Oops. Just like that. So one thing I know, you know, about us, man, um, and so so for this is for all of the people, because I feel in the spirit, man, it's, it's some people that's watching and listening right now, and you you wondering, like, man, when am I going to have that type of support? Mm. So it's levels to it. Do you support yourself in that space? Mm. Right? Because before they made sacrifices, me, me and Tracy made sacrifices. Right? So you can't expect a Chris and a Cole if you're not willing to do what a Jeremy and Tracy did. Mm. Like, we walked away from six figures. We walked away from great jobs to, to build what we built today. Don't know how we got it to where we got it. Right? And even before that, 
Like there was a certain level of commitment, um, dedication, um, sacrifice, killing the flesh that I had to do leading young youth and young adults and in church ministries out in communities, like blessing people. Like there's a certain level of consistency that I had to have for my wife to even say, you know what? I'm going to quit my job and rock out with you. Cause I've told y'all before, there are the five love languages, but the one, there's a sixth one and it's called stability. And that's my wife's love language more than I feel than anything. So for her to walk away from her jobs or her careers, like it showed me like it's levels to it. So I just want our listeners to know, don't listen to our story, you know what I'm saying? And be like, man, I, I want to have that. You got to be that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Don't say, man, I want to, I want to, I want to have a Chris or Nicole be like, now nah, I want to have the grit, the determination, the character that Jeremy, the, tr- the faith that Tracy had, like that part. Because that's what attracted, that's what put us in a position where God was like, I'm going to bless you, you know what I'm saying, with people like this that's going to be able to take it to Because what you're praying for, you're really praying for Chris Nicole. You're really praying for Deanna. You're really praying for Stevana Jeremiah. You're really praying for Leslie and Sophie. Like, you're really praying for Ed and Ryan. You're praying for the whole team. But you got to be in a position to be able to even receive those blessings. And so to wrap it up, man, I would just share with you guys, like, what's your story going to be like? How is your story going to be told? Whether you on speaking, whether you on entrepreneurship, like, just know when you're ready. This is what I know about God. God's going to give you everything you need to grow. But there was a certain point I had to grow the business to. It was a certain place that we had to take the organization to before God was like, okay, you've got, like, literally, me and Tracy have gone as far as we can. I feel dodo, bro, when I think back about how much I ran around at our, at our first conference. I feel dodo to feel like, bro, what I look like going talking to the camera folks and trying to get this ready and that prepared? Like, but I was just so used to doing so much. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do so that one day you can do what you want to do. And so I'm in a season now where things are different, but I just want our next lovers to know, like, sometimes you got to grow into that place and you got to grow into that opportunity to be able to have some other people come in and sacrifice. Everybody that start, starts rocking with us is a sacrifice. Diani, everybody that comes on, don't nobody come on over to the Jeremy Anderson group and things are super sweet right away. It's always going to be that growth, that sacrificial period. And it started with our first employee, Ebony. Right, Ab quit her job and was like, don't, and I know y'all can inform me, so don't even worry about paying me right now. God going to provide. But when she said that, I was like, ooh, she just blessed us. I said, we just went into a spiritual realm. God is going to honor your faithfulness through us. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, we about to be so blessed. Your heart is there to where you're like, yo, y'all need me full time. I'm trying to, I'm sipping in in my, my office trying to take calls. I'm about to quit this. Don't worry about paying me. I said, oh man, here come the overflow. I said, because God love you so much, he going to provide for you through us. That means it's more blessed to go come to us so we can get you right. So whenever somebody like Deani, it's just like, yep, I'm about to go in. I'm about to be tapped all the way in. And don't worry about boom, boom, boom. I just, I just want to support. I just want to serve. And, they, and then they really show up and they phenomenal. I'm just like, okay, that's different right there. And it's because of those sacrifices, man, that just really keeps me grounded. You know, and when I want to be weak, bro, when I want to give into the flesh, like when I be tired, you know what I'm saying? And I be feeling empty, like it's those moments. Man, I be thinking about y'all where I'm like, man, it's too many people depending on me. You know what I'm saying? It's bigger than me. So I be needing that reminder sometimes because sometimes that thing be getting heavy. And I be needing that reminder like, bro, it ain't just you. 
You know what I'm saying? You got multiple families and households, and they children's children is depending on you, man. So, man, I love you, bro. Love know. Nick. Love the whole squad, man. And uh, I'm just really humbled to be y'all's leader, man. But y'all make me want to be better, and I'm only going to get better because that's what Next Level Living is all about, baby. I'm on another level. I'm on another level. I'm on another level.